gorgeous, long time, no see. I just had a coffee. Well, that's a lie, I had three coffees. Um, because there was some coffee left in the mocha pot, so I had that first. Then I was like, okay, I'm feeling things here and it feels good. So why not have some more? So I made another mocha pot. So then I had another coffee. And then I was like, hey, might as well finish this thing off. <laughs> so I had three. Um, but do you know what? I feel great because I woke up this morning feeling so miserable, so fucking miserable. And sometimes it's just good to have something inside of you to switch up the vibe. Unfortunately, there is nothing inside of me but a tampon because I'm on day two of my period. And that's why I woke up feeling miserable. <laughs> but I feel so good now. I always write in my notes, like when I just have these recurring thoughts, like I'm nothing without coffee. Like, and for the past, honestly, for, for the past while, I haven't really been like having that much coffee, if any at all. And I think we need to stop doing that. I think we need coffee. <laughs> We just need it. Like, I am not built like other people. Like, I do not wake up feeling like happy. Actually, that's a lie. Like, I do, actually. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> How do I feel? <laughs> I'm so confused. I should know what is just my period. Like, being a girl <laughs> is so fucking hard. It's so confusing because you are run by this fucking cycle and your emotions are constantly fluctuating so I always have identity crises so I'm like have I healed or am I getting depressed again but then I'm like wait I'm actually just in my luteal phase and then I'm like wait I'm actually on my period so that is why and I went to sleep with a hot water bottle yesterday tucked inside of my trousers and firmly uh, wrapped up under my dressing gown. I was like, what the fuck is that thing called? And then my cat tried to climb. <laughs> my cat is sitting so funny. You know when cats do that thing where they like fully slope and they look like they're about to dive? That's what he's doing and he's sleeping. Um, but yeah, my cat tried to climb onto me for his nighttime snuggles. I think he was a bit confused. Like, why? Why is there something under you, girl? <laughs> I also woke up like my tonsils were hurting and I was like, am I getting ill? Am I getting ill right now? Like I cannot be ill, I can't handle that. But I proceeded to smoke cigarettes anyway because it's just something to do. Sometimes when you're home alone, all the time, um, sometimes it gets a bit boring and it's just something to do. It's just, that's why they call it a bad habit. <laughs> But it's, but it's just something to do and it's nice to have something to do. You know when you speak and you're just like, stop fucking speaking. I can't stop speaking sometimes. And at work, I can't stop bombarding people by just going up to them and going, I think I like this little life. <laughs> and my manager was like, please stop. Like I'm actually gonna lose my mind. Like stop talking, stop fucking talking. But listen up motherfuckers, I am the personality hire. Like everyone at work, basically I started the same day as my friend Charlie and I tell her all the time, don't stop shining that bright light of yours girl. Like you are, you are the best person here. Like she honestly needs to be awarded employee of the month every single month because she just goes above and beyond. You know in a job interview and they go, what is your greatest skill? And you just say, I love going above and beyond, but you're lying because you're like, please just hire me, I need money. She really means it and she just works so fucking hard and she's so good and you know, the thing about me, I work smart, not hard. I just don't believe in working hard. <laughs> I believe in living the easiest life possible. And anyways, pretty much everyone I think has a fob uh, so that they can lock up after the end of the shift. And I have not been awarded one of those <laughs> yet. Charlie, who started at the same time as me, has got one and she does lock up. Um, and I just think it's so funny because no one's ever gonna award me a fob because I can't be trusted. And I just love how it's an unspoken truth amongst my colleagues. I also love <laughs> what you're at work and you're talking to a customer and you're like, my colleague upstairs will be able to help you. I'm like, I don't wanna be calling you my colleagues. You are my sisters. <laughs> 
my sister upstairs will serve you. <laughs> Um, what am I saying? Oh yeah, I just, everyone knows that at the end of the day, I'm there to supply the vibes, to boost the company morale amongst the employees and to provide some sort of enjoyment whilst we're in an establishment where we cannot leave until a certain amount of time. And yeah, I just like how everyone's accepted that. Um, I was also talking to a customer the other day and she was asking me a question. She was like, I have a gift card and it's in euros. Uh, can I use it here? <laughs> I'm like, girl, I don't know. Can you pay in euros in the store? No. <laughs> but anyways, I didn't know the answer to it, obviously. And I was like, mm, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Sometimes it's just better to be truthful to customers, not to pretend like you know what you're doing. I just let people know. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I hope none of my managers are watching this right now. I know what I'm doing. If you are watching this, you guys, I'm really good at my job. Um, yeah, and my friend, Charlie, was in the fitting room trying stuff on because it was like super dead. There was no one in the store. And I think she overheard me. Overheard me, lost in this um, conversation, not being able to help the customer. And she just appears <laughs> and she's like, hi. And then just takes over and I, I just start creasing in front of the customer. And I'm like, sorry guys, let's stop this conversation right now. Cause I just think it's so funny how you overheard me not knowing what to do with the situation. And you just came to save the day. I just love her. She is my knight in shaman. Sorry, what the fuck? I'm talking way too quick. <laughs> Sorry guys, the caffeine is causing an absolute ruckus within my body right now, but it feels good because I have been depressed. <laughs> so if this is artificial joy, I will take it in abundance. Um, What am I saying? Oh, she's my knight in shine. No, I can't. <laughs> she is my knight in shining armor. God, that was, why was that so hard to say? I honestly would trust her with my life. Like she is a Gemini, shocker, I know, but she's a Cancer moon. And I just love Cancers. And yeah, I honestly, I love her so dearly. Anyways, you guys, welcome back to Absolutely Everything. Uh, did you miss me? Cause I missed you, girl. I want to talk today um, about us. <laughs> collectively and I just think we all need to stop being so motherfucking hard on ourselves life is hard enough as it is we don't need to add to the stress yet we do every single day we live in a constant battle of being so self-critical and being way too hard on ourselves and I think we all just need to chill the fuck out and you know stop being so hard on ourselves <laughs> Um, Mercury is finally out of retrograde and after that happens, we can't rejoice too soon because there's like a two week adjustment period where like the energy settle. And finally yesterday I felt the energy shift and I was like, praise the Lord because these past two months have been a living motherfucking hell. And I know it's because we're in the depth of winter and like that kind of time is just hard enough as it is already especially with the holiday season. <laughs> but it was very difficult. <laughs> I struggled and I spiraled and I just love how my energy has been documented um, throughout my podcast episodes. Girl, is this thing recording? One second. Anyways, like I was saying, I love how my energy has been documented over my previous podcast episodes because when I started my podcast, it was kind of when my manic episodes begun because before that I was in my healing era and I was very zen um but within that time frame I've been triggered I've been challenged by the universe by um individuals out in the world <laughs> and a lot of things were brought up for me that I had to um digest uh that I avoided for a while that eventually I started to look at and heal within myself. But I'm feeling, like I said, since yesterday, well, yeah, mm, since like the last week, I've been feeling a lot better and I've been making an active effort to ground myself, get back to reality and calm myself down a little bit. Um, 
stop being so delusional and psychotic and just get back to my roots, get back to myself. And it feels great. And anyways, yeah. Thank God Mercury is out of retrograde. We have a new moon coming up tomorrow when this podcast comes out on Thursday, as in tomorrow, but technically today, if you're watching this when it comes out, there's a new moon and it's the first new moon of the year and it is in Capricorn and the vibes are going to be popping. So you best believe I'm going to be setting my intentions. I'm going to be setting goals and writing down all the things that I'm leaving behind and what I want to start afresh with. And I just love syncing up with the moon and doing my little moon rituals. Anyways, yesterday I had a really nice time because I went on a walk to the cemetery by my house and it's such a beautiful cemetery, so fucking stunning. And I just had a beautiful time. It was fucking cold, but it was so lovely. And there is a bench on the viewpoint where you can see St. Paul's Cathedral and a little bit of London. And I sat there because nobody was there and I journaled and it was lovely. And yeah, yesterday was just really nice because I finally properly felt an energy shift and I felt as though I was coming out of this like really hard time that I've been in for the past two months. And it's not just me because I rang up my best friend yesterday and we caught up and I haven't seen her since before Christmas. I fucking miss her. Um, but it was really nice to catch up and we're always just on the same vibe. And I was telling her how I felt this shift and she was like, me too. And we were talking about it. And it was just really nice because we've both been having <laughs> a really horrible time. Um, but yeah, when I was on my walk, I was also writing in my notes app um, because I was feeling inspired and I was having thoughts. So I wanna talk about what I wrote down. So I'm gonna just read what I wrote and then we're gonna talk about it afterwards. Um, so I said, stop being so hard on yourself. You're growing, evolving and changing, becoming the person you want. You should be proud, sit in it, bask in it, enjoy it, give credit where credit is due. Stop overthinking and creating psychological time. It's draining your energy. Be present, be grateful give credit where credit is due. Use your energy to create, to enjoy life, do things that make you happy, practice hobbies, go for walks, read, create, make art, sing, dance, do things that make you happy and stop spending time in your mind thinking about things that make you unhappy. Stop panicking about the future, have faith, believe in yourself, be present, enjoy it, live your life in the now, Surround yourself with people who reciprocate your energy. Love, be vulnerable, enjoy it. You've earned it. <laughs> oh, how lovely to talk to yourself in that manner. <laughs> but that was so real and I, yeah, it's really nice to just come out of a really hard time where you're being so hard on yourself and a massive thing there is stop creating psychological time. Oh my God, you guys. Living in your mind, when you, I think, do you know what it is? It's like, basically, I kind of was triggered in like the past two months and emotions were brought up for me. And when that happens, you can feel that you're kind of going a bit insane. And it's like, okay, like this situation is trying to teach you something. It's bringing up emotions within you. It's not about the person or the situation. It's trying to teach you something, but the only way you're gonna learn is by kind of like looking inward and seeing what those emotions are that are being brought up. So yeah, but I think when that happens, it's quite overwhelming. So you kind of avoid it and you resist feeling the emotions or analyzing them or getting to, to the root of them. Creating psychological time is something that I hate doing that I can so easily fall into where you're just like living in your mind and you're like replaying these things and you're trying to like understand stuff and you just can't 
be fully present because you're like trying to figure shit out in your head and it's so draining like it literally drains your energy so much so that was a big revelation for me where I'm kind of like okay I'm, I really want to work on not doing that so often <laughs> and instead being in the present moment and using all of the energy that I'm draining up in here that is so jarring I'm, I'm, I'm using that energy to be in the now, be in reality, create, do things that make me really happy. Like I love singing, I love dancing, I love drawing, I love painting, I love reading and I just love to create and I wanna do that. I love walking and being in nature. I am a Taurus, so you know the vibes. <laughs> I also realized why I'm such a fucking hopeless romantic. It's because I'm a Taurus, you guys. My ruling planet is the planet of Venus, the planet of love. You can't blame me, I'm also a Leo moon. And those are two, two of the most romantic signs in the zodiac. And I think also Libra, because their ruling planet is Venus and Pisces, the classic daydreamer. Um, and Aries, Aries is also a really romantic sign. Um, Anywho, 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 uh, what else did I write in there? I think it's really easy to get caught up in feeling like you always have to have everything figured out and you always have to be on your best form. And especially kind of if you're in the environment where hustle culture is so prevalent, like I'm in London, everybody's on the go, go, go. Nobody wants to sit and relax sip some margaritas on the beach <laughs> the energy is always at an all-time high and everybody's always doing something and you feel like you always have to be productive if you're a creative person and you're making art or you're producing whatever kind of work it's like you get it so excited to do that and your focus is on that 24 7 that you can never really sit and relax because then when you are trying to sit and relax like I don't know me personally then I just feel like huge bouts of guilt and shame for like not doing anything and I can't really relax because I'm thinking about all the things that I want to be doing or that I have to do and then it feels like there's not enough time in the day and it's just really overwhelming so that's just something I really want to work on this year is creating more of a harmonious balance in my life and not being so hard on myself because also again like we're in the depths of winter and naturally if your body is synced up to the seasons the winter is a time for slowing down and um kind of just like hibernating really so it's natural for you to not feel like you have a lot of energy to put action to things um, but I think we just expect ourselves to constantly have so much energy and to constantly be creating and working when it's just such an unrealistic standard that we put ourselves to. Life is overwhelming, isn't it? <laughs> it's so overwhelming, but I think it's so beautiful because coming out of my fucking depressive episode and also like, I've always struggled with seasonal depression like my whole life and last year was the first year where it didn't really hit me because I was in my healing era I had just entered my spiritual awakening so I was so preoccupied with that and I was working so much on rewiring my mind that I was flooding myself with so much positivity that I don't really remember feeling that down and depressed last year and so I was like wow like I'm finally healed and then like a few years before that I was on antidepressants girl so I had the serotonin in my bloodstream so yeah I wasn't really prepared to kind of feel shit this year because I thought I had kind of like cured myself but I don't know maybe Maybe you can never fully cure, I don't know. I think you can always be susceptible to feeling depressed if you have suffered with depression in the past. 
But I can definitely say that I have grown so much um, because even though I found myself in these kind of like down places in the past two months, because I've built up such a good toolkit, I've been able to kind of like be conscious of my thoughts and be like, okay, like let's work on this instead of letting it consume me. And obviously some days you do get a bit consumed with the negativity, but that's fine. I think it's fine like to not be so scared of feeling like shit because that's just like a natural way of like being a human. Like they're just emotions and there's no good and bad emotions. Like even though it feels uncomfortable, um, you just have to accept that that's how you're feeling and take a day off and not be so hard on yourself. I think as well, going into the new year where everyone's setting resolutions and they're like, okay, it's a fresh start. Like, what are we planning for this year? Let's go, go, go. You kind of put pressure on yourself to, by January the 1st, to have everything figured out and to abide by all of the resolutions and goals that you've set yourself to, which is just also very unrealistic. Like, I feel like this is a time for planning and setting your intentions and goals and to be in alignment with nature kind of means that it's not gonna be a sudden shift. You're not just gonna wake up on January the 1st and all of a sudden be this new version of yourself that does all of the things that you weren't doing literally yesterday. Um, because just like how winter moves into spring, like there's an adjustment period and there's a steady progression between the seasons. And as humans, like it's the same for us. Like if you are setting these goals and these intentions, like you can't imagine that you're all of a sudden just gonna wake up the next day and embody all of these new things. You have to allow yourself this grace period to start shifting and evolving into the new version of yourself, essentially. I also wrote in my notes, when you're in the thick of it, it's hard to imagine you'll get out of it, but you always do. Allow yourself to accept the bad weather is here to teach you something. People and experiences will trigger you. Life is school, you are being taught something. They have brought up a wound for you to look at, analyze and heal. This too shall pass, the pain doesn't need to come with you, but the lesson can. It's going to be okay. <laughs> I just really, really, <laughs> it's so funny, like, when you come out of a really hard time and you're like, whoa, okay, like, that wasn't going to last forever, but when you're in the thick of it, you're like, where is the way out here? And this is so overwhelming, like, this is hell. How do I get out of here? Honestly, like it is just literally like the weather. It's like when you have a fucking storm and then the clouds start fading away and then the sun peers through. It's like, oh wow, that really wasn't that bad. I don't know how many times I need to experience like these really rough patches to kind of have the faith that it's not, it's going to be okay and I can get out of this. Do you know what it is? I'm just realizing now it's resistance when you're in a rough patch and you're feeling down and you're feeling triggered and a lot of emotions are being brought up for you. It's very overwhelming. Um, and so you resist it. And when you're resisting it, it just makes everything harder. Um, so we need to just learn how to accept the way that we're feeling and think, okay, like I'm being taught something here. What is the lesson to learn? And then as soon as you learn the lesson and you heal that wound, that's how you come out of those phases of being triggered and feeling overwhelmed. But again, <laughs> it is hard, but I guess we just need to um, prioritize journaling and looking inward and not running away from our problems because otherwise they're just gonna last. 10 times longer. But yeah, I really love that. I was listening to Diary of a CEO. I haven't finished it yet, but it's the episode with Elaine Dibaton. <laughs> uh, and he was saying how Plato described a romantic partnership as like school and how both parties are there to teach each other and to learn 
things from each other and to inspire each other and to push each other to grow and develop and um, constantly evolve and become these like better and stronger um, individuals. And then he was like, and that just doesn't sound romantic to most people. But I was like, when he was describing it, I was like, oh, that sounds amazing. Like that's exactly how I view a romantic partnership or any sort of partnership, any sort of connection, like within platonic friendships and within romantic partnerships. That is what I strive for, to constantly be learning from each other and pushing each other to grow. So that kind of baffled me that he was like, oh, that just doesn't sound romantic to some people but I'm like that is the most romantic thing I've fucking ever had I just think that's beautiful and when I started to view life as school and everything to be a lesson and like okay what can I learn from this what can I take away from this everything just became so much more exciting because it's so exciting to be constantly learning and growing and evolving and changing and just becoming better and better each day. So I love that. Need to get reading some Plato. Okay, next paragraph in my notes up. <laughs> Stop doubting yourself. Stop questioning yourself. Stop being so hard on yourself. You are trying. Let that be enough. You are on the right track. Trust your intuition and let that guide you. Believe in yourself. You are creating your dream life. Get out of your head and get into the present moment and let yourself enjoy it. Focus on the good things. Stop focusing on what you don't have and focus on what you do have. Gratitude will save you. <laughs> I don't know why it's so embarrassing to read that out. Do you know what? It's Van Rebersi, babes. Yes, I wrote gratitude will save you. Yes, that is a little bit cringe. But to be cringe is to be free, okay? And I am being open and vulnerable from this year moving forward. And that is one thing that I've been working on since last year. And I have seen such progression and growth. And honestly, it is so real. To be cringe is to be free. And the more that I have been vulnerable, wait, the more? Does that make sense? The more that I've been vulnerable, girl, I don't know. But the more I've been vulnerable <laughs> and open, um, with other people, I've just been able to receive way more love. I think, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. If you are 100% open and vulnerable, you can also receive 100% back to you. <laughs> Why is this not making sense now that I say it out loud? But do you know what I mean? Like, if you're only gonna love and you're only gonna be open and vulnerable 80%, then you're only gonna be filled back up in return 80% and 20% of you is gonna be like empty. And I want to be filled 100% full of love. <laughs> I don't know if that sounded right, but I think you know what I mean, girl. <laughs> but yeah, firm on let your intuition guide you because in the past, I have gone so fucking against my intuition, against my gut. And the longer you do that, you lose your moral compass, you lose your guiding light, and you end up being in situations that just aren't serving you and that aren't aligned with you. But it then becomes so hard to distinguish what direction to go in because you're so out of touch with your intuition and with your higher self that it's really hard to make decisions that are actually aligned with you because everything's become like so cloudy and just this big gray area. Um, and yeah, I'm so, I'm so firm on just letting my emotions guide me and letting my intuition guide me. And if it feels right, then it's right. And if it feels wrong, then it's wrong. I think that constantly doubting yourself and questioning yourself is really unhealthy. I think it's good to have a healthy amount of self-doubt, but sometimes you just gotta put a pin in it and just go with your intuition and trust that you are doing the right thing for you. Um, because at the end of the day, like if something doesn't work out, at least you tried and at least you went with what felt good at the time and that's what I'm trying to do more now. I just wanna lead with my heart, like lead with an open heart, lead with my gut and my intuition, 
do things that feel good for me and stop questioning the outcome because then you're like again like when you start questioning things you start looking into the future you're no longer present fully and I'm trying to live a really present life and if things don't work out at least I did what I wanted to do at the time and at least it felt good in that time yeah I think stop doubting yourself stop questioning yourself stop being so hard on yourself is <laughs> just words we need to say to ourselves more often oh my god because the fact that we're even trying the fact that we're even trying to grow and change and evolve and live a better life for ourselves and to unlearn all of our conditioning and relearn healthy habits and mindsets that needs to be enough like that is already so much hard work and I think once you start working on yourself there's just such a high standard that we set and because we're always works in progress I think we can fall into the mindset of feeling like okay like but I'm not doing enough or I'm not good enough yet or I'm not healed enough yet. And it's like, you're never gonna be fucking fully healed, bitch. <laughs> never. Life is constantly gonna challenge you. People are constantly going to trigger you and bring up wounds that you thought were healed years ago. Like, we're always gonna be a work in progress. There's always gonna be lessons to learn. Um, and I think we have to just let go a bit. <laughs> let go and let God, <laughs> we just have to let go a bit and just like, you're trying, let that be enough, literally let that be enough, like be enough, like we are enough, I think it's maybe like we don't, maybe it's like subconsciously, like we just don't feel like we're good enough yet, because we're constantly striving for being better, and being more healed, and knowing more things and being a specific kind of person but it's like to work on yourself is such a beautiful thing and yeah life is hard enough as it is I think like let's just all stop fucking being so hard on ourselves and to just allow ourselves to sit and bask in it and enjoy it every so often because I think as well linking back up to hustle culture it's constantly like okay this, I'm working on this project okay and you're really excited and you're doing it and you have so much passion and then you complete it and you're like wow it's finally done and you're proud of yourself and you enjoy it for like two seconds and then you're like okay what is the next thing I want to be working on and then you start planning on the next thing that you're working on and it's this endless um loop that you play and you don't allow time for joy and you don't allow time for rest and we're not fucking AI machines like we're human beings and especially as women as well like you are working on a motherfucking cycle where your hormones are shifting constantly I think especially as women like we run off of a cycle um so we're not gonna constantly have this high energy all the time like with men I think with men their hormones are like this boom ours are literally like this <laughs> so like we need to learn our bodies we need to learn how to um be in touch with ourselves and sync up to our hormonal cycles and know that when we're in this phase this is when we're going to have more energy so this is when we can put action to things and go and do things and be high energy and whatever this is a time where we're really low on energy so this can be more of a planning phase and a relaxing phase um we just have to allow ourselves to relax a little bit and to not be so hard on ourselves and I think as well when you're producing work and you finish a project and then you, straight away you move on to the next one Again, we need to allow ourselves to be proud of ourselves and to enjoy the work that we produce that we've put so much passion into. I think it's really easy when you're creating work to put so much passion and love and energy and it consumes your every waking moment up until the point where whatever you're producing is finished and then you release it into the world and then you let it go 
and then you move on to the next thing without really giving yourself the opportunity to pat yourself on the back for like a prolonged period like and go wow I did that that was amazing let me celebrate let me relax a little bit let me bask in it um yeah I just think there needs to be a bit more of a balance between work rest play whatever and play as well like that's such a huge thing that I want to incorporate more in my life um yeah now that I'm saying all of this I just think that I want to have more of a balanced life where I have this time for work I have this time for rest I have this time for play and socializing because yeah having an imbalance is not good <laughs> okay let's move on from that because honestly I'm not gonna lie like I don't know what the fuck I said and I don't know if anything that I just said made any sense so I really hope and pray that I said something of substance um but I want to talk about our families <laughs> I want to talk about childhood trauma briefly and our parents um basically Christmas brought up a lot for me and I honestly like since like my my entire adulthood I have avoided my family like as soon as I moved out I avoided them like I never go home I only go home for like Christmas or birthdays I don't go home for like leisurely time because I'm like why would I go home there's literally nothing to do and it's not like I talk to my like parents <laughs> it's not like anyone's like trying to talk to me or have a discussion with me or whatever and during that time, I have built up this narrative in my head of what my family are. Um, and I've kind of painted a picture that portrays them as these people that really traumatized me. Um, and going home is somewhere that I feel not very comfortable I feel like I'm standing on eggshells all the time and it's very um yeah it makes me very anxious and so I did have a and I know I talked about this briefly in last episode but I want to kind of like I've had more revelations since so I want to tap into those but um yeah I had a mental breakdown before I went home for Christmas and I got really really anxious and I was just really fearful about going home because I'd obviously broken up with my ex and I thought they were going to bombard me with questions and it was going to be just really uncomfortable for me um but it was actually really nice and yeah I, I was in the car with my dad who was dropping me off to my friend's house and I started asking him questions about his childhood and his upbringing and he just started telling me and he was telling me all these stories and I was kind of learning about him for the first time because I know a few things about him but like not really because um, he doesn't really like talk much about you know like his personal life or whatever um, and because of that I kind of viewed him as somebody that is closed off emotionally and even though like he doesn't actively he's not like hey, like, come here, I want to tell you about my childhood. But like, why would you go up to your child and be like, hey, I want to tell you about my childhood. I want to tell you about these experiences that I've had in life. Like, that's so random. Like, you wouldn't do that. I wouldn't fucking go up to someone and do that. So I don't know why I expect him to do that. And just because he doesn't, I'm like, he's so emotionally closed off because in that moment, and it was so beautiful because we were actually connecting because usually we kind of, it's kind of like surface level and we don't really like have that much in common. So I'm like, oh, what do we even talk about? It makes me uncomfortable. Maybe, um, maybe you can just ask him a question, Jen. Maybe you can initiate the conversation instead of expecting just because he's your dad that he is the one that needs to do that for you. Um, so yeah and then I realized wow all I needed to do was just ask and then I was like wow that was really nice I really enjoyed learning a bit more about you and like your childhood you never really like talk about it and he's like well you never really ask like when you guys were kids I used to tell you all the time because you would always ask me questions and I was really I was like fuck and then I had a revelation I was like oh my god like 
all I had to do was ask. And I think that was me being emotionally unavailable and me being scared of being vulnerable and talking about emotions with my family members. I was the one that closed myself off to having this emotionally fulfilling relationship with my like with my whole family my my dad my mom my sister because it's not like I've just created a narrative in my head from nothing like things did happen in my childhood that traumatized me um when I was younger and when I didn't understand how to process all of these emotions and these experiences um so it just made me kind of withdraw and kind of internalize a lot of things and protect myself therefore I became emotionally closed off and I found it really difficult to be vulnerable with other people my whole life and now that's just something that I work every day on um because that just kind of led me to feel really isolated and lonely in life because I felt like nobody truly saw me or understood me and now I've been realizing more and more it's because I don't allow other people to see me <laughs> and connect with me fully like I am a very open and vulnerable person but only to a point and when I start feeling like I'm getting too close to someone I withdraw because I'm so scared and it's time to just step into my fear and to just lead with 100% an open heart and be fully vulnerable because that is the only way I can be fully fulfilled and I'm so ready to um to have like true and deep connections with other people um but I realized that it has to start with healing the root of the problem, healing the first wound that was the catalyst for all of this, which is my family and my childhood trauma. I've never been interested in looking at that or healing it or understanding it fully because I've been so scared and wow like Christmas time was a huge revelation for me and I never thought that maybe I'm the problem <laughs> I am the problem well I'm not fully the problem but like to victimize yourself constantly like you are the problem yes things happened in your childhood that traumatized you but to to build such a strong identity around that and let that rule your everyday life and let that kind of um impact your relationships with other people at a certain point like it does become your responsibility and you do have to take control of it a little bit and you do have to kind of like face your fears and think okay like I'm no longer gonna live in this identity that I've built for myself of this girl that has been traumatized by her family members therefore she internalizes all of her feelings and she can't be fully vulnerable with people like okay yes that was true for a point but it doesn't need to be true anymore and I can be vulnerable with people. I can let people in. And if I'm gonna get hurt, that's just life. Like people will hurt you, but they will also love you. And to feel the love, you also have to be open um, to feeling the pain, the uncomfortability of it all. But um, yeah, that is quite literally just life. But yeah, so um, I went home a few days ago as well because it was my dad's birthday and I wasn't gonna go home because I don't usually just because it's so soon after Christmas and I'm usually like I don't know again see why don't I go home <laughs> it's literally his birthday what the fuck is wrong with me um but then I was like no I need to go home like he's getting old whatever and then I surprised him bless him he was so mad he was so mad at me because I didn't message him because it was a surprise and I was going to be like hee hee hello I basically wanted him to think that I forgot his birthday um and then surprise him <laughs> you got to bring them really low so that they can go up really high and yeah I surprised him and he was super happy and it was just really nice and I was like 
come sit with me, like tell me stories. I want to learn more about you. And he was started telling stories and it was just really cute. And I didn't feel any of the pain that I usually feel when I go home. Like literally, I'm not joking, you guys. Like every time I would go home, somebody would say something to me and I would just feel it would just bring me back to like the time when I was younger and I would just be so sensitive and and yeah I don't know I would just cry every time that I would go home literally and be like I hate it here like you guys make me feel trapped you guys make me feel like shit you're so mean to me like all of these things I don't know I think my perspective has shifted a little bit and um my family can say some things that are maybe a bit out of pocket or a bit insensitive, but I won't be so deeply affected by it because I can kind of understand what their intention is behind what they're saying and understand that it's not a bad intention. So therefore I don't take it like personally and I don't let it affect me. I don't know, I just, for the first time, I'm realizing that be the change that you want to see. Like that is so fucking true. I, I think I just expected, hey, these are these people traumatized me, so these people must work to make amends, and they don't even understand that they've even traumatized me. So like, how can they even work to make amends? Like I need to be the one to take action. I need to be the one to put myself forward and to make an effort with them after so many years of avoiding them. And in doing so, I realized that all you have to do is ask, all you have to do is open yourself up a little bit um, and they will recipro reciprocate that energy. And then also my sister basically was really overwhelmed because she just had a lot going on and she got really stressed out and she just started crying. And I was like, oh my God, are you okay? And she was like, no. And I was like, okay, go to my room. Like, I'll come with you. And I went with her and and then she was like, can I have a hug? And I was like, yeah. And I was like hugging her and I was like, let's do some deep breathing. Let's put on some chill music. It's gonna be okay. And I basically gave her like a huge pep talk and we were really connecting and I was there for her and I was like hugging her and being really sweet with her. And I've never had that relationship with my sister. And every time she would like try to hug me, I would be really creeped out. And like I've said in previous episodes, like, I have had a huge problem with physical affection. Unless like you're my boyfriend, <laughs> I cannot hug you for longer than a normal hug lasts. It makes me very uncomfortable, like in the past. But like I'd mentioned, I started exposure therapy with my best friend, Jonquil, last last year in the summer when we realized I had this issue and she was like, okay, like let's hug for like a few minutes. And then I'd be like, ah, I don't like it. And then each time I would do it for a little bit longer and she'd be like, you're, you're getting better at it. Like you can do it for longer now. And now like, I'm all good. Like, cause I've been trying, like I've been putting myself in this uncomfortable situation cause I want to feel love. I want to practice affection with my loved ones. I want to enjoy physical touch. Like that's literally my love language, but I'm, I in the past was just so held back by my fear of being vulnerable that I wouldn't allow myself to be like that with other people. Um, but now I love it. I'm hugging everyone, I'm holding everyone's hands and it's just so joyous and it's so lovely and it's, it's, it's healed me so much and I'm so proud of how far I've managed to come because it's actually insane how emotionally closed off I have been my whole life with everyone around me and taking these actionable steps by putting myself in these uncomfortable situations and trying each and every day to be a bit more vulnerable with the people that I love and being a bit more open has just allowed me to feel even more connected with the people that I love and to feel so much fuller and happier and it's just so nice so yeah it was really nice to be able to extend that new part of me with my sister, my literal sister. <laughs> 
it was just so wonderful and I came away from it like wow like the amount of growth that I've seen in that aspect of my life in terms of being vulnerable is so profound and I don't know I just never thought I just I don't know I just never I just never knew that I was so emotionally closed off and I was so confused as to why I felt such a disconnect with people around me and why I felt so chronically lonely and empty and sad inside and then now I just realize it's because I've been the one that's closed myself off to other people and even throughout my life I think like people have tried to make an effort with me and I've isolated myself and not made an effort back with them but yeah having these revelations <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> but yeah I'm just feeling really happy that I'm growing and I'm changing and I'm experiencing love and joy and deeper connections so yeah baby steps you have to just keep going you have to keep going and like stepping into the unknown is really uncomfortable but it's only uncomfortable until it's the new norm for you. Um, and then it's comfortable. So it's just like rewiring your brain and experiencing new things and building new habits um, and reconditioning yourself. There's this quote that I really like that says, we tell ourselves what we need to so that we can keep doing what we want to. And I think, that is just so fucking real. <laughs> like I told myself the same story for so many years so that I can continue just living in this identity that I had forged for, for myself. Um, but yeah, I think when you do that, you're just, then you're just living in the past and you can't fully grow and at a certain point you just have to really look inward and think is this identity even serving me anymore because I think closing yourself off to the people around you and not giving yourself fully to people around you is only gonna just drive you further away from true connection and as humans like that is just the main thing in life like true connection and I've been experiencing that so much. And I'm realizing that it's actually way easier to attain than I ever thought it could be. Um, like my friend Divya from work, like we have just such beautiful conversations with each other that are so mentally and spiritually stimulating. And I come away from it feeling so energized and inspired. But unless you're open to receiving that kind of connection, then you're gonna block yourself from it. And I am done blocking myself from um, those kind of relationships. Okay, moving on, moving on. I have decided I am stepping into a new vibe this year. I am switching up my wardrobe and I'm buying some new clothes finally. I haven't bought new clothes in a while and my new vibe is I wanna step more into my femininity and I want to be a super feminine, majestic, spiritual nature goddess vibe. <laughs> That's my vision. Um, I want to wear lots of cute dresses and cute little tops and skirts and like really flowy and like really like lace and silk and fur and all of those kind of things. So I've been making mood boards again on Pinterest and it's really exciting. And I've logged back into Vinted and I've already purchased some things. I got these really cute uh, tan boots that are stunning calf high I also got these brown slouchy um like studded uh suede boots that are so 2010 they're really gorgeous I got this really cute uh gingham uh baby doll dress old top shop I got a really cute 
brown with black speckles fur coat. That's all for now, but I have lots of things on my mood board that I want to try and find on Vinted. But it's really exciting. I love a fresh start. I love a new vibe. I love reinventing myself because I feel such an internal shift that I want to be able to um, express that in my style because I've been wearing um, the past kind of year, I would say more like casual, comfortable, very kind of like skater boy vibes. <laughs> dressing like a boy and I love dressing like a boy and like a skater boy like the vibe is cool and it is really comfortable and I love to be comfy that being said I want to start dressing a bit more feminine and feeling confident I think in myself and I think also it comes with this shift of me feeling more comfortable in my own body and more confident and I think for a really long time when my body was going through such a big change, I wasn't very confident in how my body looked. Therefore, I think subconsciously I was just wearing more um, like baggier things so I could be comfortable. And I love wearing like baggy shit anyways. Like I feel really comfortable and confident in baggy stuff. Um, but I have this really cute like lace skirt it's like maxi lace skirt and I put it on the other day and I was like wow like I feel gorgeous I feel really sexy and I want to feel sexy more like wearing baggy stuff is cute and you can feel hot in it but there's something I just I love being a woman and I love feeling really feminine and so my vibe is a lot of like laces and silks and just getting my body out a little bit more, showing some more skin and being really hot and feeling myself and kind of pushing myself out of my comfort zone a bit. And um, yeah, I just wanna, it's really nice to feel like a sexy, hot, confident woman. So I, I'm venturing into that world again. <laughs> um, but it was so funny, I haven't been shopping for clothes in a while and I buy most of my clothes on Vinted and yeah, I'm having a fucking great time. There's nothing like setting a new vibe for yourself, um, making a mood board and then hitting, hitting the shops on your laptop, like having music on in the background, hitting the shops and trying to find new items. It's so fun. So when all of my stuff arrives, I'm gonna make a video, I'm gonna make a haul, I'm gonna make a TikTok. <laughs> Cause I used to do that all the time on TikTok. I used to always be shopping on Vinted and then I would always do hauls. I love a good haul, <laughs> there's nothing like one. But I was on Vinted the other day, um, yesterday, <laughs> and I was having such a great time. And then my mind all of a sudden flashed back to gladiator sandals. Do you remember those? And then I was like, oh my God, I haven't thought about gladiator sandals in so fucking long. Like that was such an era. I think it's because I saw a meme the other day of the um, the owl necklace. Do you remember on Tumblr when that owl necklace was a thing, the long one, and everyone lost their fucking shit. Like I literally had to have one. I got one on eBay and that shit had me in a fucking chokehold. <laughs> That was such a fucking ugly era for outfits, for style, for fashion. It was so messed up. Do you remember uh, galaxy leggings? <laughs> what was happening? <laughs> it was like everyone took everything and just put it in the motherfucking blender. Um, also uh, on Vinted, somebody was selling this coat that was really cute and I wrote it down. They had in the description for it, um, hardly worn, love it, but my husband hates it. <laughs> Babe, don't fucking sell your coat. Sell your husband on Vinted. Like, girl, what the fuck is happening here? But honestly, it was a cute coat and I might buy it, so. One man's trash is another man's treasure. <laughs> on that note, thank you so much for watching, for listening to this week's episode. Um, I have to leave now because <laughs> I'm all out of thoughts and I think I've been talking 
for quite a while. But yeah, I hope you had a great time and I hope that you enjoyed yourself. I honestly blacked out, so I don't recall what has happened in the past few hours, but I hope it was good. Uh, I love you very much. Keep shining, keep slaying, keep serving, and I will see you next week. Bye.